It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric's Family When was the last time you had really good Texas style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All right. They are officially uh, done as the champions of our glorious Platio 2021. They are now lame duck. After today, we'll have a new champion. Silence the Voice will ride out the rest of the year for you know 10 more uh, shows or so. And then... Our brand new one, which we will announce later today. Uh, and our theme song begins next year with whomever we choose. And it won't be Blood Eagle Army. Oh, you don't say. Well, Come for on. those of you who can't remember, Blood Eagle Army sounds a little something like this. <laughs> we tolerated that quite a bit yesterday. <laughs> Got an email from the guys in Blood Eagle Army. Did you? Yeah. And uh, they're pretty cool. Says a dear morning sickness. Thank you for an, uh, the awesome feedback, criticism, and most importantly, the opportunity to be part of Pladio. We truly enjoyed listening, and we are truly grateful for the opportunity the station provided. It's been a tough couple of years for many of us, and like many of the bands, playing music is a form of therapy to let out what is inside. We jam together for fun, and every one of our songs is different. Instead of playing it safe, we took a risk that unfortunately did not pay off. My only regret was that our intro overshadowed the entire song we submitted. It did. It did. Yep. (laughs) Contrary to the low score that we were provided, our singer and drummer, which were much better than many of the other bands submitted in your contest, 
John said himself, our singer sounded like traces of The Doors. And then he said he hates Jim Morrison. Uh, But our singer was not out of key like many of the other acts that were played. Our drummer had very solid transitions, and we were not playing off a drum track or simple metronome like other acts did. We did not open with the overused Pennywise-sounding bass line, and we did not try to be copycat or less good version of some other band that has made it. For better or worse, we are ourselves. Do not try to pretend to be anyone else. Were we the best? Certainly not. But it's also unfair to call us the worst when so many of your other submissions had a singer that was so out of key or used metronomes for their drums. Perhaps it was all the acts leading up to us that built to your frustration and made this your band to slaughter this year. No. Maybe it's because we had the unlucky number of 13 as our entry. Oh. Either way, we have thick skin uh, in this way too sensitive time in history, and we really enjoyed the last we got out of our submission. I will say it's cool that we made the impression. We got a reaction, even if not for the right reasons, and I enjoyed seeing some of your listeners requesting our song on your social media outlets. Say what you will. But unlike some of those other bands that played, we were memorable. We brought feelings and emotions, which is more than what the others can say. We can't wait to see fans bouncing and causing havoc when we play Blame at our next show. Nothing but respect for you guys, the listeners, and all our other bands that competed in this contest. Sincerely, Blood Eagle Army. Well, thank you, Blood Eagle Army, for understanding that this contest is A, for fun, and B, uh, that sounds horrible. Uh, that's all you need to remember and know forever. William Hung was memorable, too. Exactly. But not right. for the right reasons. He made a lot of money. And my suggestion after reading your email is maybe track some vocals. Get a metronome. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> some of those other bands that did that, I really enjoyed. You know an intro you can get rid of? Oh, yeah. You know there's... Right now I'm looking at 20, 24 <laughs> seconds of something that I would just cut to right here. And then I cut this part. Then I'd fast forward a bit and I'd cut up to there. Yeah, that metronome would come in handy. I think you guys need that thing. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> but they were cool. That's nice of them to at least acknowledge, hey, not not the tea uh, that Brady likes to drink, <laughs> as Brady likes to say. Not my cup of tea. Which is a really odd and kind way of saying, you can go ahead and off now <laughs> not my cup of same tea. message it is the t's and p's of insults hey i'm sending you t's and p's oh wow thanks for nothing <laughs> did you like the turkey not my cup of tea mm, that's a strict hard no that is a hard no you're basically saying i know there's people out there that like that <laughs> it's just you're, not but my nobody cup asked of tea. nobody but the question is never do you think many like this it's always like what did you think of that not my cup of tea so you go ahead and uh, there's the door and why don't you just off out of it, Shove it up here. <laughs> and take your crappy turkey with you. Not my cup of tea is the meanest. It's the husky. Brady's not sending turkey out the door. No, that's true. Well, if it's not his cup of tea, it must be a terrible. It's the Blood Eagle Army of Turkey. <laughs> not my cup of tea. That is my favorite insult. Like you could call me the C word to my face. I'd be less insulted than not my cup of tea. <laughs> It's fat kid jeans. Uh, husky, plus size. Right. I get, I get what you're doing there. You're trying to soften the blow. But Brady, uh, is, uh, it's not my cup of tea, the Blood Eagle Army. But they were nice enough to email in, and that's cool. So we appreciate that, too. It is not for the thin-skinned, the music world. And I think part of why we do Playdio at all is to let you know that this band of, of idiots has been around this thing long enough to see program directors... And Brett worked in a record label for a while. They are not kind to bands. Nope. No one, even the good ones, 
get kicked in the nuts. They get my cup of tea comment. No, they get they the, well, no, Brady, nobody wants the my cup of tea yeah. comment. They want the, like, they get the, they get the underlying meaning of my cup of tea. The truth. My cup of tea is don't ask me any more questions. I'm not, I didn't like it. Even Larry talks about his music testing and stuff. It's like they give you like the first fifteen seconds of an intro. If you don't, ca- if they don't catch you, luck out. It, the out. tests, the tests for radio are seven seconds. Each song gets seven seconds, and people are like I'm in, I'm out. Yeah, and if they, you know, and they have a little dial, and it's not like maybe it's in or out. And that's how they test music, and that's how it works, and it has worked for years. People can argue it all day long, but it's worked for years. And uh, you know, sorry about that, but not my cup of tea. <laughs> It's just an awesome phrase. Great band name. Not my cup of tea. Or band name that would be great is your cup of tea. Your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Uh, It's good stuff. I walked out to my uh, car after last night coming home from CB Live and Record Time, listening to a little uh, Dua Lipa on the way home to cleanse the palate of all the noise. And I had some soft Michael Kiwanuka. We were talking about him yesterday. A little bit of that going on. Singing and enjoying the ride home. Music night all the way around. I get out. Uh, Chris from Whiskey Six, uh, Christopher Shane gave us some eggnog. So I had that out in the car, uh, and I get out of the car and I go in the house and I start getting ready for. Me. I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot the eggnog, and I went out to the car and I grabbed the eggnog. Went back inside, bedtime. Woke up this morning, car door wide open, Ooh. and I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 this is no good. It was me. I didn't shut the door. I'm getting old man stuff. I, oh. I, I, I walked away. I Biden the whole thing. I walked away. I just <laughs> left the door wide open. I went and got the eggnog. And it's in mason jars. Right. So I grabbed them like, ooh, like precious eggs. <laughs> I didn't even shut the door. What was I thinking? So I walked out. I thought this morning for sure. I'm like, oh, ransacked. I'm moving. Nope. Dumb old man moved. Just left his car door wide open. Huh. Huh. What are you going to do? Shut it. Fired it right up. Looked around. Old car battery still in the back seat. All my workout stuff still in. I'm like, we're good. Car starts. <laughs> Old car battery. Yeah. With a, when I changed the battery, I took it out and I put it in the back seat. That was like a yeah, couple, couple months ago. ago. <laughs> and then uh, wow. I'm supposed hey. to go over. Yeah. I remember he called me for wow. it. Yeah. Well, because I'm like, which one do you put on first, red or black? Because I got a lot going on. I got, a lot to, I got a lot on my mind. So he... he uh, he helped me uh, walk through that because I have like all those aftermarket things I had to yeah, figure yeah. out how to do. It was impossible. But then I couldn't remember which one you put back on red or black before it blew up the whole system because I got lights and <laughs> air compressors and everything else going on. So if I put the wrong thing on there, I'd blow out like nine things. I don't know that it would have happened, but I didn't want to arc everything. So I put the battery, the old battery, in the back seat. And I'm like, I'm going to run that over to the uh, AutoZone. And I haven't done that. And now I don't know if I still can. So now it's embarrassing. Yeah, I just yeah. leave it outside. <laughs> You always can. They'll but take it. They'll t- if you just leave a battery on their doorstep, they take it like an orphan. It's yeah. like the when you leave a kid. They've got a battery drawer. Yeah, it's like the kid at the firehouse. You just drop them off anytime you want. And man, I'm so sh- I'm so shocked. I don't see like ten and eleven year old kids just standing outside that firehouse. I don't fit in the drawer, but <laughs> nobody wants me. Anymore. Come on, like, I, it's <laughs> been brutal. here all night. Another thing we have to talk about. This is touchy, and Brady's. You're, this is this is touchy because it goes against like kindness. Um, it's delicate. So when we're out at events and stuff, like last night at CB Live, and the crowd's really nice and everybody's really cool, and we're all kind of in the same boat as far as, you know, you listen to the show, most of the time everybody's kind of nice or likes us. Um, the buying of a beverage has to be a agreed-upon transaction. Um, because, oh, you had two instances? Well, we had a couple. I had a lady come up to me and said, I want to buy you a... Her, my nephew's in the band. I want to buy you a Grease round of drinks. Now, here's what she did. She told the waitress, 
to go get the drinks, which is fine. So that was a clean one. Brett and I had the exact same reaction when a, a, a nice man came up and dropped off beers for us. And we looked and we're like, those are roofied. Like our first yeah. reaction, yeah. our first reaction when you bring us something. Toledo, you drink them. <laughs> yeah, we give them to Toledo, make sure he's still standing up. <laughs> and that's what we're thinking. <laughs> what if this is Toledo's dad and he wants to finish the job? We don't know. <laughs> what if it's he's hired by Toledo's dad? You don't. What if it's Blood Eagle Army? We oh, don't know. Oh, yeah, we that's just right. don't Didn't know. Especially that. last night. Yeah, one yeah. of the bands that hates us comes up and goes, here's some beers, boys. So I don't want to waste your money anymore. There has to be a protocol to if you guys buy us a drink, it has to be... And agreed Ask upon, first. it has to be like, can I get you a drink? Yeah. What would you like? And then we have to go through a waitress because I can't have you handling that on your own. It scares me. And, uh, and then we don't drink it, and you wasted your money, and I don't want to do that. We gave them to – Medea took one. Uh, we had a couple incidents where the drinks just showed up. Yeah. She's like, still oh. on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, she spends a lot of time there because Brett does some damage. But <laughs> that has nothing to do with the beer. The, uh, but our first reaction was, I'm not touching those. No. It's the same thing. That we've put a stop to, and I'm proud of us for doing it, because the generosity is kind, but don't bring us food. It's a, it's a tradition in radio to be nice to you when you say, here's food, and I have to stop that, because people have dropped off food here in the past. There's a lady named uh, Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl, who used to always make us cookies. Now, Cheryl we got to know after a while. Still skeptical on the free food thing, because sometimes Cheryl comes in and wants to argue. Semi-vetted. <laughs> sort of. I mean, we've had a few, because she made me eat one in front of her. And I got nervous. Like, it was a delicious – but sometimes she makes stuff with coconut and things like that. I'm like, thank God I'm not your test dummy on this. But I get nervous about that, that you may have an axe to grind with Toledo. Who doesn't? Right. And then you're trying to poison us, and I'll get the poison cookie. I don't need that. So from here on out – Waiting for Lady J cookies. I was just oh, going to say man. the same thing. If Jay Gutentag brought us food, I would not touch it. Now, if Jay brought me something – I'd be cool with it. As long as it's a don't share with Dick. Yeah, don't give. This one's for Dick. If there was a specific <laughs> one for Dick, I know that some of that uh, ricin might have gotten on my cookie, too, and I'm not going to eat. <laughs> so let's just be good about that. And I think that goes, I know Brady will probably try your food, but even Brady pushes listener stuff away because we don't know. You read about that stuff, like, you know, uh, who killed Selena? Her biggest fan. Yeah. I mean, Vader was there last night. He's a we know Vader. Oh yeah. If he brought me a beer without like a waiter as an intermediate, I'm not drinking that. I don't know. If Vader's like I'm going to be the one that kills him. John Hinckley Jr. Was it John? No, it wasn't Hinckley. It was a uh, uh, Mark David Chapman killed it, John Lennon. Yeah. Biggest fan of John Lennon's you could ever imagine. Got an autographed copy of Double Fantasy the day he shot him, thinking that now this album I've got is going to be worth more, and I'm going to be the man. Who's tied forever with John Lennon. And he missed Yoko. Yeah, and, he, and I hope he was aiming for. But that's the way it always is. So think about what you just said. One of these listeners is going to try to kill Toledo and hit me. <laughs> and he's the Yoko. He's going to live. Yoko. He's going to live forever. And I'll be dead at the Dakota. And it's not fair. I'm going to eat the rice and cookie meant for Toledo. We all know it. So we all take it back. There were delicious beers handed to us. I felt terrible. I think we gave one to Vader. I think so. I think Vader guy, he'll, he'll drink it. But it just makes us too nervous. Now, call it paranoia or whatever. I call it uh, you know, taking care of myself. It's self-preservation. You know, Keep your head on a swivel. Exactly right. you got too many Mark David Chapmans out there. And even on a small scale like radio, you get a fan out there. It's like, I love your show. I love your show. Let me get you a drink. This, my sister Sam 
uh, television show in the early 90s with Pam Dauber. Who shot her? Dude who was in love with her. Couldn't get enough. Went to kill her because he wants it synonymous. He wants to live with her forever. The guy who shot Lennon wanted to be mentioned with Lennon forever. And he is. He's like the fifth Beatle when you think of it like that. Yoko is. And then him. Sixth. So we have to have the agreement here. And Brady, I don't know. You seem like you're saying, well, you're being kind of... You're pushing away some possibilities here. No, you said no. it right. I mean, it's it's changed. Has it? It's always been the same. It's just now we have to be yeah. loud about it. You can't just do that. Like imagine. I don't know. I th- it's changed. Maybe for you think about it more often. That somebody's poisoning you. Well, like uh, yeah, getting a drink. Um, you know, at the bar, someone buys you a drink. Sure, there has to be a middleman. Yeah, I have to see an employee of the place hand it over. I have to. I have to watch you get it at the bar. Because even lady that came back, she goes, "Which one do you want, the roofied one or the unroofed?" I'm like, if for, "From you, I'll take the roofied one, just in case." And she started laughing. She goes, "We're good," she, but it was there was a waitress involved. Can't have that. Can't have it. We all got nervous. Brett goes, "I'm not drinking those. They're roofied." I'm like, "He's right." <laughs> you never know. Because Blood Eagle Army, as cool as that email was, you might try to kill Toledo, and God forbid you hit America's sweetheart instead. Then what? <laughs> Then the Toledo show starts, and nobody needs that. <laughs> Toledo and Mo. Toledo and Mo. Tolimo. Tolimo. I'll just change it real quick to Tolemo because it's going to not be good. <laughs> Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. (laughs) But uh, anyway, just wanted to address that. It's not an easy thing to bring up. Because it's generosity. It's kindness. We enjoy uh, spending time with you guys, but we can't have that. Can't do it. Brady, are you going to spatchcock your turkey this year? Ooh, I am what? not. Do you know what spatchcocking is? Oh, yeah. Is? Brady's a fan of spatchcocking. What the hell is that? Uh, I it's am. Spatchcock. Are you spatchcocking? Yeah. yeah. Spatchcock. I'm hearing spatchcock a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a new, it's a thing where you just take the, you Caleb your turkey. Yeah. You just you take it out of bones. Spine. Yeah, you, you remove its spine Flatten and it just it. It lays like a flat dead. Oh, really? Flat, it's it's roadkill. Best way to do a bird. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. it's spatchcock. It's just a funny name. That's the only reason it caught on. I'm hearing everybody go, oh, we're going to spatchcock. I was watching a show on, uh, I forget what it was, like MSNBC or something. Like, yeah. oh, let's talk about spatchcocks. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that. You just basically rip the spine out of the carcass, and it flattens down like Caleb. And then you put Butterfly Caleb in there. Yeah, and then you slice it in half and spatchcock. And they're saying people are doing that to a turkey. You never spatchcocked your turkey, Brady? I haven't. I've, I've seen try. it done. I've had a spatchcock turkey. Yeah, you enjoyed that. Delicious, of course it was. It was you wouldn't have said otherwise. You're the guy Fieri of food. You eat it, and you say it's great. Spatchcock, not my cup of tea. <laughs> I like my turkey to be skeletal. Is it what's like? Were we doing turkey so bad? Is it eliminate? No, I think um, it it speeds up the cooking process a little oh. bit. It does. See, that's not good for me. Again, my. You like fast food. Okay, but my paranoia of people not oh, doing things right, right, speeding up turkey and chicken is not my idea of, let's get this done faster. No, I want my turkey and chicken finished right. I want them to be well prepared. Five, six, seven, eight hours in the oven, I think, is 
necessary to bake out all the disease. Smoking still the number one for uh, turkeys. Who sure. is smoking the preferred choice? Oh, of, preferred, uh, but not yeah. everybody smoking. Everybody does ovens. No, they're like smoking. Fry them too. Know, according yeah. to Google Trends, it's like that's the biggest trend. That doesn't mean everybody's yeah, smoking it. Not everybody's. So that Correct. can't be the it's number the one end. way turkeys prepare because not everybody can smoke. Everybody's got an oven. Oven turkeys number one. Yeah, it's got to be as far as how they're prepared. Spatchcocks down on the list, but it's a something I just want to say over and over. <laughs> I want to go to a doctor and tell him I think I got spatchcocked. Yeah, that's yep. it's the most Confirmed. googled turkey cooking technique. Sure, but not everybody's smoker. got a smoker. Yeah. You have to have a smoker to do it. You can't just go outside and put it in a. But roast is number two. Yeah, that's well. Roast is number two as far you're not you're confusing. It's just people. correct. Just saying, I like smoked turkey more than roasted turkey. Like, I'm going to smoke my turkey this year. How should I do this? Right. That's a search. Yeah. And then roasting, too. How long do you got to smoke a turkey for? Is it longer than an oven? Depends on if you spatchcock it or not. You got to spatchcock that smoked turkey. I'm not spatchcocking a damn thing. Smoke my spatchcock. About three hours. (laughs) I'm going to say that to everybody this Thanksgiving. Yeah. Three hours. And if you go lower, a little bit longer. Okay. On the temperature. I don't even order DoorDash if it says the wait's over 40 minutes. And if you go with a pit turkey, Brett, you need two days. Yeah, you do. Two days. And a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And a lawsuit. Yeah. Brady got some dude to dig a hole in his backyard and give him a turkey, and it showed up pink. Got me out. Uh, Nobody to sue. They so good. It wasn't good. It was salmonella full. It wasn't good. The redo might have been good. And I don't. I just popped mine actually, in the oven for another hour. Say, there was right. no so then it wasn't done, and it wasn't good. That's too much work for paying a kid. Here, dig a hole in your backyard and cook this thing in the dirt. The three years I did it, that was just the one year, John. <laughs> That's too many. It's, it's 33. Three years, I'm 50-50 because the hey. first year was great. Second Brady, year was raw. Your one-third is, is Hall of Fame numbers in baseball. The guy's hitting three thirty-three with uh, diseased turkeys coming to your door. <laughs> He's been moved out of town. Good. He shouldn't year. be cooking for anybody. He should lose his license. The Bloomfields are good people. My, I didn't say they were bad people, and I know you, you don't like talking about neighbors, but the man tried to f- kill you with a turkey, <laughs> and you keep saying he's a good person. Stop it. You're that annoying family member after they catch the killer, and they're like, we forgive him. Like, no, I don't. Screw you. He tried to kill me with turkey. Dirt turkey, by the way. I dig a hole. I stuff it in there. Dirt turkey. I'll drop it off at your house uncooked. He's a good dude. No, he's not. It sounded like such a good idea. That first year was good. That's yeah. why I was back in. The good dude. Which one? The guy that dug that hole in his backyard and then tried to kill me with it. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a great dude. The whole family's good. You stop. 280 birds. I was going to say, I think we talked about it. Wow. It was a massive hole. Too many. Massive. And he, he had, almost So he almost Jim Jones an entire region of the city. No, only one of the rings. He had like six Gilbert. rings. Concrete. Six uh, rings. That's appropriate. Rings, yep. Satan's rings of turkey. Yep. The six rings. <laughs> and he dug a hole in his backyard in Gilbert. This and, whole ring thing, that's yeah. new to me. I just saw the pit the first two years. The teenager I did. digging. Drop it off and come back tomorrow. Digging a it. mass grave <laughs> for turkeys. Throwing them in a hole. Lighting it on fire. And then dropping them off half cooked at Brady's house. And Brady's like, I'll throw it in the oven another hour so we don't die. You good dude. Here's an extra 20 bones. Spatchcock it. That was after the first. That was after a little bite. Like, hmm. Oh yeah. Might be a little raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. right there. I'm throwing the whole bird out. I assume he's trying to kill me. So what else is in this? You, you're you're too trusting. Everything was fine after we cooked the turkey that the man tried to kill us with. <laughs> it's like uh, Nicole Simpson's family using the knife to carve the turkey. This is the one OJ used. You know, he's a good guy. He's a nice person. You know, he tried the to blade. Eat. Didn't try to kill me, and this blade gets the job done, let me tell you that. You can spatchcock in no time. <laughs> he tried to spatchcock Nicole.
<laughs> yeah. So, no, Brady, no more of that. That is not something I'll accept as an answer. Good people, good people. Maybe nice people. Never again allowed in the house. They'll kill you. As soon as look at you. You'd crack up because uh, my neighbor's like, you know what? Uh, this was a couple of months ago. It's like the Bloomfields are going to be out. I'm thinking about taking over the uh, pit turkey thing. Taking over the Whoa. pit turkey. It's a tall order. Is it? The first kid wasn't even doing it right. What's tall about it? Just do the turkeys and you've surpassed the last guy. And he could use the same Where did the Bloomfields go? Utah. Oh, of course. Back to the Mecca. <laughs> Back to, they went home. They got called home. <laughs> The Gilbert, uh, you know, Salmonella gang had to go up to Utah where they can. It's better soil up. Less caliche you have to dig through. Right. You can pit, you pit can a lot easier. pit a lot easier and kill more Mormons. <laughs> Terrible idea. I dug a hole in my backyard. I was going to cook something for you in it. Uh, no. Got the a good system. To, the answer to that is no every time. Brady, you're the only person I know that. Hi, we're digging holes and cooking stuff in it. Would you like some? Heck yeah. <laughs> what are we making? I don't know. We're going to kill you with it, though. Yeah, good people. It's a good group. Thanks. Ruby a- Cheeks loved her pit turkey. She's dead. Isn't she dying? Yeah, she that was the away. year it happened. <laughs> she passed on. <laughs> I think that killed her. Spatchcock. I think Ruby Cheeks got spatchcocked. It was in the news. Spatchcock. Smoke my spatchcock this year, Brady. I'm going to bring over a spatchcock, and I want you to shove it in the ground. Earthen foods. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Fresh from Mother Earth's bosom. Stop it. Smoking today, John. Put it in the oven. Smoking's good. That's a system that, of material. You, if you have a shovel at all for your food, you've done something wrong. Just got to dig a big enough hole. No, we're out. I'm not Anasazi. This is not necessary anymore. We're not going to be doing a pig roast at your place anytime? Not in the earth. Oh, yeah. We'll dig the pit. Put no, again, whole hog in there. If my meal requires shovels, I'm not doing, doing it. it wrong. I'm not doing it. Get a group of Hawaiians over there. That's right. I'll have Hawaiians come by the house and dig a hole in my backyard. The only people that are digging holes in my backyard are Mexican. That's the only, I trust them. They're the only good ones at it. I've seen white guys try to dig a trench in my backyard. It took forever. Mexican, ten minutes. Same job. Hawaiians, I don't need all the dancing and they play shells and start running around with fire. It's dangerous group of Hawaiians gets together. Next thing you know, everybody's in dead grass clothes. and There's fire. It's just fire hazard. Everything's wrapped in leaves. Yeah, they're, they're a fire hazard. Digging a hole and putting food in it. What's the matter with you? Let me just bring back the plague while we're at it. We got technical advancements. Why are we going backwards that far? You're not digging a hole for your 14 orphans. No. No, it's stupid. Then you got to fix your yard after when I get rid of a few of them. Where was if the Greenfields hole? If uh, those birds were all spatchcocked, that yeah. wouldn't have happened. Well, it did. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Your neighbor's dirt turkeys weren't spatchcocked. <laughs> I'd eat Tom's uh, Wintermeyer's delicious beach towel turkey before I eat the dirt turkeys. We're digging holes, making food. Want some? No, that's what a homeless man would do. He'd pick up food out of the ground. You don't know what you're missing, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. We put coals in. Where was the hole? In their yard? Yeah, they yeah. had uh, farmland and they put the. They, they live on a county island. So oh, they had okay. to drive down a little road and. It's yeah, got the backhoe over in the corner. I've seen this <laughs> before. If first... I could have deliverance cook yeah, my food, exactly. I'm out. <laughs> the first 20 minutes of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre looks very similar. <laughs> the line the line of 50 cars. Yeah. Get in line, pick yours up. Yeah. If you dig it, they will come. 
So you had to supply the turkey? You just oh, yeah. paid him to yeah. bury it? Yep. 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks. $20. <laughs> 20 bucks. There's where Brady's really kicking in. <laughs> Bradstein just uh, showed the true colors on that one. 20 bucks with their marinade, 15 if you just don't, if you don't want the magic. I had to pay so 20 went, bucks for raw turkey. I've done both. You went to 15 the first year. I said, give me one with the marinade, and I'll do my And then how rub. much extra was the salmonella for the uncooked one? Yeah, which that was, was free of charge. <laughs> oh, he gave you your 15 bucks back for the dead... Turkey that was he uncooked. did. He said they'd give anyone that had the a raw turkey right. to get their money, which back. is the right thing to do because you went and bought a turkey, yeah. gave it to him, and then he gave it back to you immediately without doing I a did, thing and to I it. I said that was good salmonella. Thank you. <laughs> Close enough. You're good Keep people. The money. Why don't you folks head on up to Utah? <laughs> so he started cooking it for you, and you just had to finish it then right. later, or what? Uh, the one year. Okay. He did. He's a Mormon, so he's back there, and he's like, "Ah, fudge this!" And he just put it in a bag and gave it to Brady. He'll eat anything. Take this, Moroni. I've always hated this non-Mormon. Thanks a lot, Todd Bloomfield. <laughs> Thanks for your dirt turkey. It's not finished. I know. I'll do all the work from here. So you're ready to sit down and eat, and then you had to wait another hour or so. I had to kill yeah, you. it oh, didn't really. Um, it uh, our deal worked out okay because we had two birds. The one bird was How many already birds? ready. Yeah, he had a backup bird. We did not. It's like a cooking show. We did not. Brady's always got one that's finished in the oven while he shows it. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Sue did a, a roasted her bird. Oh. And I brought over a... Dirt turkey. Yeah. <laughs> An uncooked dirt turkey. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But I was the only one that tried, so we put it in the oven for an hour, and people were working on the roast turkey. When the dirt oh. turkey came out, Brett, yeah. gone in 15 minutes. <laughs> of course it was. Your whole family is batch crazy for eating dirt trying turkey. to shine that up yeah i can't and you had a dirt turkey then a fight right happened yep. oh and that was the year the fight no, happened. it wasn't it was a different year that, but it was the same group same crew and they're not coming over ever again no yeah they're done right? not unless i get the uh, ring built yeah you got you got to put up so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> they're good people they just tried to stab me with a drumstick Good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Wow. Looking forward to this holiday. Yeah, well, no you're, you're, you're getting even, it. You'll be ready for your mystery. Yeah, you're going to be rough. We get story. You're the only one with stories this year. But the uh, uh, have you even ever been approached by somebody that says, I'm digging a hole in my backyard. I'd like to make you dinner? No. <laughs> me, me neither. I don't know where this happens. Well, I get you, nervous when somebody says, I'm digging a hole. I'm, I'm, I'm digging, like, well, right, yeah, you know, I'm kind of out here. Hey, <laughs> would you help me dig a hole? I'll help you. I need to know why. Nobody needs to know why. Yeah, I've never had anybody go, uh, ding dong, hi, neighbor. We're digging a hole and making food. I'm like, get out of my, get out of here. You waste my f- time with this. Yeah, how did you find out <laughs> and about I can't, Well, because I, I knew the neighborhood was doing it. The uh, Mormon Nostra had their, uh, <laughs> their chain of, uh, you know, hey, email, would you like uh, pit, talk, pit turkey? We're doing it this year. And so uh, you I asked my neighbor, oh. um, what's the deal with the uh, pit turkey? So, well, oh, you didn't get the email? Well, how did no, you find uh, out about it? My neighbor was saying, like, are you doing a Bloomfield pit turkey? I'm like, what's oh, that? Oh, he asked you that. Oh. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'll try one. Ugh. That's what I've said for years about them. You, Bloomfields. <laughs> Never liked you. Never met you. But I don't like you at all. Digging holes and cooking people meals. You'll That's have 27 of, Bloom, of the Bloomfields over at your place if you say that. Will That's I? just one house. Well, they'll have 27 holes in uh, each of them. Stay away from my house, dirt turkey people. I've never had that. Nobody's ever knocked on my door and said, we're digging a hole. We'd like to make you some food. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. It's just weird. You would like way, it I'm over on that, too. I only got it because yeah. he said he was doing it. You should do it. What do you mean? I would, what are you saying I would like that? I would hate that. 
No, you uh, you would have uh, hated the fact that the also you know the kid was in high school at the time, right? And he was doing that to kind of uh, well, I, raise money for college. When's the last time a seventh year old wanted to make me something I wanted? I mean, you know, his dad was helping him out. On his but, family's fine. They've got yeah. ranch land. They've they backhoed. Oh a, yeah. a, a kitchen out of the earth. <laughs> they've they've got money for. Co- I don't have to pay for this kid's college one turkey at a time. No, but it was a you know way he'd make some revenue. <laughs> Yeah. Go get her. Seventeen year olds digging holes and cooking me food is like immediately out. His buddies would come angle. over there and stay all night smoking weed and drinking. <laughs> do the pit turkeys. Hey man. <clears throat> me and a couple of dudes from the football team dug his hole and we'd like to make strangers food if you don't mind. Oh yeah, that sounds like a great I'm idea. In. Is the health inspector anywhere near you? No way, bro. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. This sounds like a great idea. I'll invite people Fudge, over. Yeah, I'm in. We're going to have fudge and turkey. Shoot. Yeah, well, anyway, you're cooking your own this year. Smoking yes, sir. Back here. Good for you. Make sure it gets done right. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was, I remember how last week I didn't know much about that guy that was getting executed in Oklahoma, and everybody was on like, oh, it's gonna, he's innocent and all that, and they, they did. The governor called like four hours before and said, uh, all right, life in prison, no execution. We're off death row. It's like, hooray. But I didn't know much about it, so when I looked into it, all I saw was at Baker Mayfield of the Browns was upset about this and wanted this guy freed, and he was crying. And I'm like, anything that makes Baker Mayfield cry, I'm for. So I wanted that guy executed like, too sweet. Baker is in the news again yesterday because he's having a tough go. And this, I read between the lines on this in a huge way. This is fantastic. His wife, after Sunday's game, goes on the Instagrams and posts out anyone who questions, where does this go? Anyone who questions the toughness of Baker Mayfield needed to watch this Sunday. Uh, he had his uh, head down and looked at uh, something about, uh, what does it say? Uh, maybe some of his teammates should learn that lesson. Ooh. Awesome. She calls out Whoa. the other Browns for not being tough. Now, here's what that means. She's upset that her husband comes home every night, cries before bed, that he's the toughest guy on the team and nobody pays attention to him. People are booing because they were booing Baker pretty hard in Cleveland. Uh, they're getting fed up with him being a number one pick and not panning out. Well, Kyler, Kyler Murray's over here nine two, and now he wants forty million a year. And so he's coming home bitching to her, and she finally snapped. So it looks like a wife protecting her husband. If you look deeper into it, what it is is a wife who's seen her husband go through this day, and I'm so sick of getting booed. I don't even care. This city doesn't love me enough. And I try. I'm tough. I'm tough. You're right. Tough, big I'm going to support him. <laughs> it was too hard. And then so finally she sees him, you know, getting it out there on the field and being tough. And then she's like, he's tough. And she did it. I, my husband's the toughest one on the field. Maybe the rest of the team should take notes. Send. <gasps> ah. And how mad Delete. Yeah. Immediately, and then, but screen caps came up. So Baker Mayfield, I am so happy to report, through my own research, sources tell me, cries himself to sleep every night because of the boo birds. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hilarious. 
How mad would you be? Oh, great stuff. You come home, you're like, what did you just do? Yeah. I saw that your teammates weren't as tough as you. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. You don't say that. I'm dead. You just cost me the progressive ads. I'm done. Baker's house is brutal now. I can't wait till he can't be a Brown anymore and the progressive ads has to be him with moving trucks outside of that stadium that they keep saying. <laughs> oh, boy, do I hate that Baker Mayfield. Now, he might end up being a Steeler, which I wouldn't mind at all because, you know, I think the Browns are the organization ruining him. But that wife of his, remember when Giselle Bunchen, when the Patriots lost the Super Bowl and she screamed into that camera, well, yeah. his teammates didn't drop every pass. He can't catch the ball, too. And even Tom Brady's like, oh, my God, shut the f- up. I know you're trying to help, but this is worse. Hilarious. But it just made me feel like it's such a Thanksgiving wish. It's like that. It's almost a Jimmy Stewart kind of wonderful life moment to think of Baker Mayfield and little tears running down his baby face. When he lays in bed because he's so sick of the blue birds. Oh, I've got this, honey. Makes I take care of my man. <laughs> you guys don't know. You don't see him crying every night. He tries so hard for you. Oh, that's great stuff. I love when a wife stands up for a, a, a weaker husband. I said that time and uh, that Korean guy and I almost got into a fight because he tried to kick my dog, and Megan stood behind me and he said, "You go home." Like, what do you mean, go home? You're not from here. What do you mean? I'm not from here. Where are you from? I said, <laughs> I'm from Indiana. Exactly. Like, wait a minute. We're talking about where somebody, you don't belong here. It was at the Biltmore. And he gave my dog a nudge with his foot and gave a little kick to my dog. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. And so I'm bowed up. I'm ready to fight. And then Megan said, at least we're not going to eat our dogs. I'm like, oh, God, she just proved him right. <laughs> <laughs> she just made us hillbillies. Racist hillbillies. But it was a good shot. Like, all right, sorry about that, sir. And TikTok, why'd you do that? Why'd you yell that I had it? I was going to slaughter the world with this guy. Well, he kicked Lexi. I know, but you can't call him a dog eater. That's just not right. (laughs) It's not cool, man. You can't kick a man in the pills like that. You can't do it. You can't. Wives can't stand up for husbands. It always looks bad. Always. Even in movies and stuff, when like a guy's in a fight and the wife comes over and bonks a guy in the head with a beer bottle and knocks him out. It's just, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that some men need it. And Baker Mayfield needed the power of his wife. Typical Cleveland Brown. Weak. Useless. Cuck. <laughs> There's another crying former quarterback. Oh my God. Former. Johnny Manziel. Have you seen this? Wow. Go on TMZ right now, all of you. And take a look at Johnny Manziel's uh, former, you know, Johnny Football, Johnny Moneybags. Uh, he's dead and gone. He tried to play in Canada and failed. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of football. Uh, and he had this gorgeous wife because people for a while there thought Johnny Manziel was going to be something, including her. So she latched in. All of Johnny Manziel's money that he made in football is hers now. And it's in her body. And she looks unreal. Oh, yeah. And she's celebrating the divorce by showing everyone in the world pictures of her perfect ass. <laughs> That's basically all it is. I mean... It's all, and then in the middle of it, she, her and her friends just got in thongs and took pictures around this broken heart cake, fondant cake they made that said, I do, I did, I don't, <laughs> which I thought was pretty clever. It's a divorce cake. And they just got in thongs and took pictures of each other's asses to say we're free and single now. Look at this girl. Holding keys next to him. She's amazing. And then in the thing, she has the nerve to go, no shade to Jay. I'm just happy to be divorced. It's been like two and a half years. She, look at this. <laughs> Unbelievable, I left you, Johnny Manziel. She's celebrating leaving Johnny Manziel Whoa. with her friend's butts. 
Oh! On some beach that she could never afford without Divorce having stolen his money in the first place. Look at the cake. I do agree yeah. with that. Divorce at last. Yeah. Oh, it's a broken heart cake. I do, I did, I'm done. It's a great It's a great cake. But look at the butts on these girls celebrating that That's Johnny Manziel. trip. Johnny Manziel is not going to be in their lives anymore. This is how exciting it is to not know Johnny Manziel. Look at these horses. Look Whoa. at that. Hey, hey. <laughs> she did a whole shake my ass thing with the cake. Oh, and Manziel. I don't know where he's gonna he's he's gonna be digging holes and, he's kill himself. and making turkeys for a hundred bucks for a person. Look at the butts on these chicks. They love their butts. No fastbacks. Not a single fastback in the bunch. And just fantastic butts. I mean, mm-hmm. Johnny should be happy he got a shot to ride this for a little while, but you gotta get off the ride now because you're broke and yeah. it doesn't look like you're gonna be playing football anymore. And she wants fame. And you ain't providing it. He looks like that little weird Browns logo. That strange little Yeah, the fighting elf, brownie. The elf brownie. But man, oh man, that butt. That would be depressing. A girl breaks up with you and makes a cake and then shows everybody your ass. <laughs> That's just a tough breakup. <laughs> I mean, dudes don't do it. You never see a guy get divorced and then just show pictures of his big dork while he's, you know, sipping champagne and saying, uh, Does he get visitation on the cans and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, he, he spent a lot of money on those things. And clearly. Purchase the nope. ass as well, yeah, because that is a twenty-inch waist. So yeah. there's there's been some sculpting. There's some stuff going on there. Yeah, can you visit that? Can, there's got to be a new rule in court cases with divorce, where it's like, all right, you get half the money minus the eighty or ninety grand you put in her in the first place, or the eighty ninety grand stays in the agreement and he gets to come by and fiddle with those every once in a while. He still gets to have at this body he bought for you. It's like splitting the car. Yeah. Or she or she yeah, she has to buy it back from him. So. Yeah. It's a buyback program and it's not prorated because you've made money off of it. So yeah. it's actually been You're getting interest on that. That'll getting require some paperwork. That's right. But that's what divorce is. That's why it took two and a half years. But then you you look at these pictures and you're like, man, he bought that? Because that didn't look like that when Johnny met her at Texas A&M. He posted oh, this that? a month ago. Is that Johnny Menzel? Yep. <laughs> yes. What is he doing? <laughs> What is he running cartel drugs? What kind of outfit is that? Yeah, not sure what he's doing there. It's up Juan Valdez. Oh, he's got to sell that car he's, now. He's uh, posing. It's the new Brown, it? Browns logo. Mercedes. It's oh, the fighting it's, brownie. Yeah. Oh man, he is the he's fighting got brownie. The, he's got he's the, got the hat little on. hat. He can't see over the steering wheel, which was the problem in football for him. Johnny Football. <laughs> First comment. He's alive. Yeah, hey, barely. <laughs> World's biggest douchebag. When did he disappear from like the Canadian League and everything? Oh, oh like within a year of yeah, within okay. a year of him being out of the NFL, he tried to play. And yeah, I remember he, that. He's going to play that made it. AAFL or whatever that and, thing. And he didn't go right away because wasn't he asking big money? Well, yeah, he said, "I'm not playing in Canada without you paying me top dollar." And they're like, "You're not good at football." Was it Texas? Look at her butt. This girl loves her own ass, and she likes going around topless too. Apparently, yeah, and she loves her friends' butts too. Yeah. She'll only be friends with you with a proper bottom. Yeah, there's definitely, that is all just manufactured and in a great way. Whoever her surgeon was, fantastic job on the stomach. Woof. Whoa. Good Lord. Was she a ring girl at a fight? I don't know. Looks like it. Anyway, divorce is rough on guys, but it's really rough when you purchase their entire look at her butt. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. And she owes it all to him because I don't think she had a job. It wasn't like she was walking around as like a dentist or something. She knows where her bread's buttered. 
those coconuts finally look like something I'd eat. <laughs> Hold them over those things. That... Anyway, sorry about that, Johnny Menzel. I can imagine that the next hog you're with is going to look like Susan Boyle from America's Got Talent. And there she is petting a shark. With nothing but ass. And just her ass up in the air. <laughs> Where do these girls exist? I don't know. Uh, oh. Uh, holy Moses, she's just shopping for fruit or something <laughs> in her thong. Where are they? I don't know. They look like Vegas almost. Man, oh, Shevitz. What do you think Johnny Menzel's next chick's got to look like? He'll never have another girl again. Because no, he can't compete. He can't that. downgrade no. from that publicly. No, he's going to turn into Twink. What it, Unless this, uh, <laughs> he's got it. He goes man now. He's and got heavy, to yeah. heavy on his bros. He peaked on the girls, and he's like, forget it. Yeah, right. Where's he going to go from here? You got to get. And you can't. You're going nowhere but down. Well, so I guess you might as well. Thing doesn't work out for Holly Saunders. Maybe oh, makes yeah. a run at that. She might be next. She got a Oscar De La Hoya tattoo. I guess if you're going to downgrade, you might as well just go down on a dude. <laughs> That's spectacular. And Johnny's football money is all over that body. And she's going to end up marrying one of the sharks from Shark Tank and be a billionaire. It's like my friend Colin. Still one of the best, awesome, awful stories ever. Colin dated a girl named An- uh, Tony Munoz was her name. Not Anthony Munoz, the lineman. Six feet tall, dark hair, absolutely stunning. Took her to Titanic. I'll never forget the movie. Came back, called me on the way home, goes, I'm king of the world. That movie just taught me two things. Leonardo DiCaprio is not. I am king of the world. I'm like, what happened? He goes, she's into me. And nobody can figure it out. I'm like, this is great. I said, Any, anything happened? He goes, no. We left it real classy. She's just into but me. But there is a connection. Had the flu. Like the next day, got the flu. Out cold for like three days. Calls her back three days later and says, hey, I had a really good time last Friday. I said, well, you never called me back. Yeah, no, I had the flu for a few days. Well, I don't like games. Click. Oh. Moves on. Do you know who she is? She's the wife of one of the Hunt brothers who owns the Kansas City Chiefs. Next time Colin saw her <laughs> was on the field at the AFC Championship game when the Chiefs were advancing onto the Super Bowl. And he goes, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Who's that? A little presentation. <laughs> I think I rubbed up against that once. And his life over here stinks. And she, she rolled on to marry a billionaire who owns a football team, and she still looks great. Colin, not so much. <laughs> it's Johnny Menzel, same story. And from there on, from there on out, it's just uh, trash and hookers. That's all you can get after that. Why commit to anybody else? You had the you had the diamond in your hands. Oh, that's and look her up, Tony Munoz Hunt. I think she married Clark Hunt. It might be the other one. Lamar Jr. Lamar Jr. Either way, she's got Chiefs money and all of it. And she looks amazing. Poor bastard. And that's Johnny Menzel's story now. He had it all. He had it all. In fact, he manufactured it. He built one in a lab. He weird scienced a girl, and then the weird science girl broke up with Wyatt. It's just awful. Now he's going to hook up with Gary. Yeah, well, why not? (laughs) He and Gary have to, you know what? They're friends forever. (laughs) As Zach and the Zach attack said in Saved by the Bell, friends forever. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Are you, did you find her? I'm trying. Oh, I'm good. coming up with some. Uh... Not Anthony Munoz. No, no. Oh. I got Dr. Tony Munoz Hunt. That's her. Dark hair? And she's also a doctor. Oh. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> My friend's like, Colin, really? <laughs> he blew it. Way to go, pal. <laughs> Ironically, she moved on to become a doctor, and the flu is what broke them up. She's also a model.
It's just brutal, the poor bastard. And she got kids, though. She's ruined. Yeah. That was inevitable. Yep. Whoops. There's the photos of the dream that, that almost was. And that's the husband. Look there, there, they are. there they are at the, the AFC thumb. Championship game. He's got some head. <laughs> There's the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Colin! And Colin's ex-girlfriend. Poor Colin. And the worst part is he was trying to play it classy. Didn't even throw the ding at her, you know? Wow. He didn't, he didn't get... What? Look at that. It's after like three kids, too. Imagine what that looked like before. Anyway. Now she's a hunt. And Colin says that she's a hunt, although it sounds like he's not saying yeah. hunt. It sounds like it rhymes with hunt. There she is with the trophy. That's her with the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> Colin got to touch the Territorial Cup once. <laughs> he works at ASU. They found it in his attic. Uh, all right. What's on the big board of musical treats today? Okay. Just a happy day to know that Baker Mayfield cries himself to sleep. That's all. I, and his wife let us know that in so many ways. Baker's so sad at home. All he does is bitch about his teammates, cries at night, and she just had had enough of the boo birds. <laughs> Brown's, oh, he's so Brown's mad crying. It's my joy. I love a crying Brown. And that sounds racist. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, what do you got, Bert? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Going to do that holiday shopping this weekend. Action Ride Shop is open. And you got that snowboarder, ski, skier, or mountain biker in your list. They got the bikes. They got the gear. They got all the accessories. Head them up, uh, actionrideshop.com, as well as on all the Instagrams and Facebooks and all that kind of stuff. They still so, got coffee? Uh, yeah, actually, they do have the 5 a.m. blend. Nice. So. Stocking, Stocking stuffer. Stocking stuffer. Yeah, it's go. a good one. It's yeah. good stuff. People, I, it is. I have that opened in my car for a month. Next to like that air car battery, yeah. and it, sm- it smells amazing. And, it, and for a week, I couldn't smell. And I, I, I realize now that the coffee has worn itself out because you can't smell it. I need another thing for just that. I use it for potpourri because I don't drink coffee. But I can't imagine if you're a coffee fan, if it tastes half as good as it smells. Oof, get on that. That stuff's good. Uh, let's see. Guar on the list. Meat sandwich from a couple different people for your Thanksgiving. And uh, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, Slayer, Skid Row, <laughs> Avatar, uh, Dan Dar making an appearance, as well as the uh, ice skating guy from Playdio. Oh uh, man, Dan Dar will never die. <laughs> Pantera, Fear Factory, uh, the Uninvited. Yeah, Anthrax, Mushroom Head, Monster Magnet. Let's yeah, go. One of the ahead. guys last night said he was going to write lyrics to the Dandar song. Yeah, I know. That's right. He's going to do a remix. Right. That would be awesome. Well, my uh, Paul Sura here in our building, who is a pitch perfect uh, guitar and bass player, said uh, what we should do is take the worst of, of the songs and put it with professional musicians, and then we can, like my band, can sing it the way it should have been done. <laughs> And just rub it in further. I'm like, I can't get people to do that. That would be awful. Because some of them are conceptually pretty good. Yeah. It's just they had no guidance or any, like, ability. I want to do uh, Skid Row Monkey Business, which is the name of the company that makes those dirt turkeys for Brady. Because it's usually just lab monkeys that are shaped like turkeys. We also had a few requests for, I know Hank 3 is up there, but we also wanted Punch, Fight, and F for your Thanksgiving. You know what? Maybe that's it. Let's do that. Do you have Punch, Fight, F, the clean version? Punch, fight, and fun. It's a good song. Have you heard Punch Fight? Mm-mm. Oh, you're gonna like it. Face. Hank Hank Williams the third. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I got the tore up and loud one. That was the yeah. One. Punch Fight F is better. Tore up and loud. Anything Hank three pretty much is the tenor of almost all family Thanksgivings at this point. They're very uncomfortable, and there's going to be punching, fighting, and 
<laughs> That's basically what it is. And I hope everybody enjoys it, especially if you've dug a hole in your house, uh, backyard, and then handed out food to your neighbors. Apparently, it's not a lost practice. John, there's a group of Boy Scouts in Gilbert that right. does the pit turkey thing every year to raise money slash donations. I was skeptical at first, but I have to admit it was delicious, and it was totally cooked, and we've done it every year since. By all means, keep supporting the Boy Scouts. Whatever you do, continue to support that awesome organization. The Rape Scouts. Love it. Fantastic work. <laughs> keep giving them money. All those guys that are like, they, they just constantly, you're just like, ah, we're sorry. We're not going to do it anymore. We're not going to do it anymore. And then they keep doing it. Just stop. And I don't want children digging holes and cooking for me. It just doesn't sound like something I want to do. Yuck. Keep it to making shoes and other well, the children. Yes. Yes. I would like you to just, if you're going to do it, be slaves with repercussions while you build my Nikes. <laughs> That's it. And not on my... Man, they're doing a great job, They're doing too, an outstanding cause job, because you know why? If they don't, they're gone. We get rid of you. Now, if those were the repercussions for pit turkey failures, if the Bloomfields had to kill that kid afterwards, like they do the slaves over there at Nike Town. LeBron, I think LeBron actually goes and kills the kids that aren't producing. I wonder what he did on his night off. LeBron? Yeah. He's suspended, you know. That's what I'm saying. For punching people. Good. Yeah, good. We should just get rid of them altogether. Uh, somebody said, man, what a way to start the morning. Thank you for the pictures of the ex-Johnny Manziel. Yeah. The wife is worth taking it to. Just go to TMZ and take a look at her because woof. And that's got to be rough. No matter if it is on good terms, there's nothing worse than your wife's perfect ass being displayed as single and ready now. Could be the next bachelorette. <laughs> and single and ready to mingle. And it's been lightly used by a tiny little Johnny Manziel dick. <laughs> Who paid for all this? My ex. Isn't it great? Yeah, and I get to use it? <laughs> God damn. Manziel's going to be ringing doorbells. I dug a hole, making some uh, spatchcock monkeys in the backyard. Johnny football pit turkey? <laughs> yeah, Johnny. You'd buy one. <laughs> you made Hell this? yeah. Johnny Manziel. He lives in the alley down the way, digs holes and makes fire. Pit turkey. Disgusting. Uh, where is it? Did he get the song? I don't know. He just disappeared. Is it coffee time? You need a break? Did you get a call? <laughs> He's trying to find it. Well, we don't well, have to. Right do. when you did that Boy Scout thing doing pit turkeys, yeah. he was gone. No, you know. Placing an order. <laughs> Boy Scouts. And maybe pit turkey is good, but I want it done by a restaurant and somebody who has connections to the uh, the health inspector. It should it's, not be allowed. When it's not raw, it's really good, John. Yeah, I'll tell you. Right. And that's true of all turkeys, Brady. <laughs> All turkeys <laughs> fall into that pit, so to speak. The raw ones, bad. And every every type of way that you can present a raw turkey is bad. Cooked ones, I don't care how you did it. Just make sure it's done. And you ate some. Was it bloody? I don't No, It wasn't uh, that bad. But, but not enough. And was and you knew. It was really the slapjags that didn't turn in their thawed turkeys. <laughs> supposed to be completely thawed. So you just gave them a turkey and got one back that was... Like it didn't they didn't know which one was yours? Well, the system is you hand your bird in, yeah, and then you get and they something give you in a return. Washer with the number on it, forty three. Okay, and that other duplicate goes onto your bird. Right, they wrap it in the foil, put it in there. You got the forty three bird. That's your bird. Okay, then you come the next day. You bring your washer with right. the number on it. Yeah. You hand you the well, how much bird. more hillbilly? So how, yeah, yeah, exactly. Flawless system. What does that have to do with the other slap jags? <laughs> You're supposed to hand in your bird when you turn your bird in. Right. Thawed. Right. So what? So you did. So yours doesn't. I did. It was right. fine. But some people. Saturday. Mine was bloody. 
So yeah. what? And some of the people did not have their ball, uh, their birds thawed. So when they went into the pit, the birds that weren't thawed completely brought the temperature down, which cooled the room. Yeah, but shouldn't the slapjack have checked out that it was it was wasn't thawed? A little out bit yet? of that. Yeah. A little bit of that. Isn't that always on the chef? The cooking part. There is dual slapjacks involved. <laughs> a lot of slapjacks in this operation. <laughs> this this is a slapjack operation. It was that year. <laughs> Too many slapjacks in the kitchen. Too many cooks that are slapjacks. All right, let's do it. Hank Williams 3. The theme for Thanksgiving 2021, Punch, Fight, and F. This is a great, stupid song. It's 98 KUPD. Happy Thanksgiving. Station identification. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.